Here we go! What's up, nerds? My name's Bubba. My name's Anna. And you are tuned in to Church Nerds, an LTN radio morning show and a proud member of the LTN Love Thy Nerd podcast network. Hey, in addition to being a founding member of Love Thy Nerd, which is a ministry that exists to love and serve Jesus and be Jesus to nerds and nerd culture, I'm also full-time with this here organization, Love Thy Nerd. You're going to hear that phrase a lot. Love Thy Nerd, Love Thy Nerd, Love Thy Nerd. Yeah. I'm contractually obligated to say it at least 57,000 times a podcast. I don't think contractually. I don't think that that's true. Well, I mean, just because I make the rules don't mean that they aren't still the rules. I think rules. it's just kind of your world, and so it comes up a lot. It is. It 100% is. Yeah. And it is so much my world that, like I said, I'm full-time with it. And that means that I'm raising funds for doing this. Like this, right. I, I'm a, I'm a full time nerd culture missionary, missionary. <laughs> I do this podcast for free because I love you all. I just want to throw that out there. I'm in it for the money, hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. But hey, if you want to join our partner team, and I do say our because it is Anna and I that are doing this together. Um, a long time ago, Anna said. I want to be a part of what it is that you're doing because I don't want to feel like I'm on the outside of it. So I'm very happy that we found space for us to do things together. This yeah. is one of those things. This is the space, and actually. If you, if you, it's not the only space. You come and it's hang out on Twitch. mostly the space. I, I did didn't do last that night. one time. You specifically came in and said, tired. I'm not. That's going to be a I'm not for sorry. me, dog. I'm sorry. I cannot hang out with you tonight. I was very tired. It's okay. It's okay. Very, very tired. It's okay. I tried to do something. I tried to watch something or I don't remember what I tried to do. And it was, oh, I tried to hang out in just the chat. You did and for I a bit. was there like maybe 10 <laughs> minutes or something. But and I was still like, some. I can't. Still <laughs> some. And I put my phone down and I went straight, straight to, to bed. Sleep. Yeah. No, I was already in bed when I was oh, okay. that. I was like, immediately went to sleep. Well, if you want to join us on this journey, you want to partner with us financially, I'm going to give you the opportunity right now to do that. And then you won't hear it again until the next time I say it, which might be in five minutes. But <laughs> you can go to lovethynerd.com slash Bubba. There's a lot of information about what Nerd Culture Missions actually is, how it pertains to the ministry that I'm doing, how it is fulfilled through the mission of Love Thy Nerd. And there are other episodes of the podcast. There's me speaking um, at the 2019, the 2019 LTN Con in, in Dallas, Dallas Te Texas. I, I didn't know you were going to uh, do the whole thing. I would have stopped. You owe me a thousand dollars. Cokes are a small kids game. <clears throat> Sorry. But there's a lot of stuff on that page that will allow you to learn more about what it is that, that I specifically am doing and how Anna is, is partnering with me through that, not financially, because she just takes all my money because marriage. It's not entirely true. But it's not entirely I mean, untrue. It's not entirely untrue. There are There's truth to it. It is neither also, true nor untrue. It's... It's a gray area. Either way, I mean, I'm doing this full time and I can jibber jab about this and I will later, yeah, I promise. Stop, just stop talking because I have something actually to I talk am, about. I'm filibustering because... I was going to introduce myself. Hey, everybody, I'm Anna. Oh, I hey, have Anna children. I'm here. I help Bubba with this. Okay, moving on. 
So by help, she means like she usually writes every episode that we do. <laughs> That's why if you ever go to our podcast page, lovethenerd.com slash church nerd, the producer is Anna. It, really? Oh, yeah, every time. Oh, every okay. time. Well, hey, look at that. Congratulations. Um, So I was having a conversation with someone this week or sometime, I think, Brag. who mentioned that they missed the oh, fact gosh. that we have not been doing any games. Did you tell them that we don't negotiate with terrorists? I did not. I okay. did say to that person, try tweeting you, but this person does not tweet. And so we have got to get like a Facebook page up. Oh, where people yeah, yeah, can yeah. also engage with us because this Thank person, you for me. this person will, but the you know we we are not in the space that this person is in. Mm. So, in an attempt though to give the people what they want, okay, um, this is not really a game per se. Um, this episode today is going to be all about beards. Yo, let's go. You will understand this later. For the for the first part though, I thought it would be fun to do how many famous beards can you think of? I have a list of 100 of them. Oof. Well, we could do this one of two ways. Yeah. We could do just famous beards, mythical and non-mythical. Mythical? <gasps> just all of the beards. I feel like I might have a better chance of mythical. I mean, it doesn't specifically say mythical. I just I'm have a list of like 10 famous beards that do include, I think, some fictional or like throughout history. Um, and then I have one that's like 100 pictures of famous people, people with beards, like mostly, yeah. I think, from our current or this century and the last century, sure. the last two centuries here. Um, so you tell me. I'm just I'm just going to go for it. Go with go with the, the most like crazy the mythical one. Let's let's do that one. Okay, well I have 10, 10 beards in history, so we'll pull that one up. Sure. And some of these are are not um, yeah. real. Yeah. I mean, as real as they some can. Some of them be. are real. Who knows, right? <laughs> um, okay. Or maybe we'll do a kind of combination of the two. I'll look on both lists. We'll just I, see how this goes. I'm not gonna do any particular order. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, are you I'm still waiting around? for something to load, but it's just go, just do it. Do you, okay, well, we don't need to wait. I'm sorry. Do you want to, is there, what's is the it, pomp and circumstance? Name your first one. Go, who? Santa Claus. Santa Claus. I, yes, we need, regardless of whether Santa Claus is on a list or not. He's on a list. That counts. Yeah. Santa Claus is a legit beard, everybody. Whose beard has d done all sorts of things over the years. Um. Oh, okay. So he is on... The 10 best beards in history. Mamacita. Okay. That's one. Okay. Um, I, this is the next one that just comes to my mind. Charles Darwin. Charles Darwin. Ooh, hold on. Let me look. Um, don't have to necessarily agree. On the I don't. I don't believe that. That dude second. has one of the most majestic beards. It's so... He's not on either list. It's so long. It's like mid-chest. It was like... Yeah. It was a big dog. Why is that the sa Santa Claus and Charles Darwin? I don't have to explain to you I how my brain works. You have a very works. key beard you're missing right now. Jesus? Is Jesus on there? <laughs> the answer is always he's Jesus. He's also not on the list. What? I don't... Yeah, well, I have a problem with it. Maybe you can neither confirm nor deny. Kind of a, kind of a deal. Um, no. Also, I had somebody ask me the other day, did Jesus have a beard? And I was like... Yes. yes, we can definitively yes. say he did have a beard. Yes, uh, the the can we definitively say it? It's in bio the Bible. They 
plucked it out. They plucked his. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah okay. They're, Why would they oof. even include that? Great manuals. See, you remember like a lot about the Bible. Okay, like I get it. You're smart. All right. You know, not for my friends. Um, I was I was leaning I was leaning in the area of uh, you know like that that nobody had an account of what he looked like, and so to like describe other than he was an ordinary man. Right. You know. Yeah. Um, and so nothing special to look at. Not really. It did say but they plucked out his during beard. the crucifixion. Yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. Good job mm-hmm. there, babe. Okay. Back to beards. Yeah, other stop. people's beards. Stop with that. Um, David Crowder. It's not. What in the world? Is this a is this a secular list? I'm like searching. Um, I think you're just gonna have to maybe put this. Yes, it's a secular list. Well, I mean, David Crowder. Did you think I was gonna Google famous Christian beers? He lived. Hold on, I'm googling it. When he (laughs) when he lived in Texas, he lived in the house that Dr Pepper literally built. I think that puts him square in the secular camp. (laughs) I don't think he is a man of the world. No, well, I'll, I'm googling famous Christian beards. But he's continue. gonna, oh, he's gonna freaking come up like nothing other on that one, unless it gets real weird real quick. Your face is kind of showing <laughs> some stuff. I, I don't know what I'm looking at. Yeah, right you now, better get so off that website for you get flagged. You're gonna get the, on a watch list. What, uh, the beard battle that almost split Christendom is one of the results. Uh, this sometimes is, it's a rabbit hole. Sometimes no, you just have to apologize back. about Christianity, and I feel like that article is one of those times. Okay, okay, you're not doing very well at this at all. You have one point I'm for Santa Claus. Crushing it! No, I'm you're crushing not. it. ZZ Top. Oh, okay. Um. I'll... Nope. There. Nope. He's not on it. There are two. He's not on I it. I don't know either of their names. What? No. How? Okay, maybe I just need to tell you some of the names. Oh, no, 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 no. Think about nerds. Zeus. Zeus. Yes, Zeus. Zeus is one. That's so stupid. Two. So that's two points. Two um, points for you. Well, I'll give you one for Jesus, too. That's three. <laughs> three half, points. Half point for Jesus. No, he's a full point. Um, Think of nerds. Yeah. Uh, f- think about magic, magic, magic. Are you kidding? Merlin? That's one. Oh, my gosh. You said mythical and that you'd do better at mythical, but you are surely not. But I, okay, but I'm like thinking, I thought it was both. I thought it was like a human person. Who played Merlin? Oh. Because um, you could also think of some actor names of people who played famous beards. Gandalf. Yes. He's on both lists. Do you want me? I could give you twice. Oh, hold on. So as Sir Ian McKellen and as Gandalf the White. But not as Magneto. Did Magneto have a beard? Didn't think Save so. Save it for the podcast. <laughs> um, uh, who else? Uh, Gimli. Oh, he's... Um, Let's just hang out Lord of the Rings for a while. What is that guy's name? What's his name? Uh, uh, he's Arturo in Sliders. I used to know his name... Somebody tweet us at Church Nerds LTN yeah. and remind me what Gimli's the the actor who played Gimli's. But you know who won't tweet is. us? Somebody who probably actually knows the answer to this is <laughs> she, the person who brought she this. She undoubtedly up. Yeah. knows who this person. Thanks is. for nothing. You gave away that it's a she, by the way. How he or dare she? Jim. They. Um. Okay. Well, do you want to just hear the names of some people? Give me, because give me some hints. Give, me, give me hints. I want to get there. Give me hints. Oh well, okay. So if we're gonna just look at the list of ten, huh? one of them has a beard that could probably beat you up. 
I'm sorry. It could karate what? chop you a for beard? sure. That this person's beard. I'll give you. It's a man, um, and his beard could probably kill you. Oh, it's Chuck Norris. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. I see. Pause. Hard. <laughs> full stop. <laughs> Chuck near it. Chuck nearest. Chuck nearest. Chuck it's Norris. It's actually only another fist. Uh, yeah, yeah, underneath his underneath his yeah, beard is no just ch- a fist. No, no yeah. chin, just a fist. Here's the deal. I love Chuck Norris. <laughs> but a good beard he has not. He has not. <laughs> he does I not make... I agree with you. He, d- he has a nice slim beard. It's not whether it's beard. good or not. It's whether it's famous. He, he, you can see his jawline because his beard is, is so... It hugs it. You don't mm-hmm. let the, when mm-hmm. I think famous beards, we're talking like good beards, quarter of an inch beard, maybe, yeah, maybe. It's nice and mm-hmm. thick though. I'll give them three that. millimeters. All right, give me another one. Okay, this person wants you to Uncle uh, Sam. Yeah, get the heck out of here. <laughs> uh-huh. Hashtag not my uncle. The iconic white goatee. How about again goatee? I wouldn't have put that in in the beard category. How about a person? Who was a master painter and sculptor? Mr. Bob Ross. Oh no! Are you kidding but that's me? So I said sculptor. Was Bob Ross a sculptor? What he sculpt with squirrels? With paint. Yeah, he was a sculptor. <laughs> no. Of paint. Um. Think more famous than Bob Ross. Leonardo da Vinci. Yes, that's the one. How dare mm-hmm. you say more famous than Bob Ross? <laughs> How many Leonardo da Vinci games do I have? The answer is zero. That might not be true. I don't have any I Leonardo would, da Vinci I might games. challenge you that Leonardo da Vinci might be in a game that you have somewhere. Mm. How about um, a famous California mountain man who had a beard so thick that grizzly bears took him in as one of their own? It's a grizzly Adams. Yeah, that's the word. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, I think Matt has a grizzly Adams board game. Well... Bob Ross, Grizzly Adams. What a nerd. Somebody Am make I a right? Leonardo da Vinci board game, please. Uh, also, this person, game. this is pertinent. We've had a presidential election this week. This was a, a president, a bearded president of the United States. Um, also, number one on this list of famous beards. Uh, for reasons this, that I'm not. This sure. list? Yeah. The ten Over best- Zeus. <laughs> okay. Um, Zeus is number um, number six. This list is so fallible. <laughs> what a crock! This list. Okay, um, Ulysses S. Grant. What? No. Say president. I don't know. I didn't vote for him. Okay. Give me hold second on. hint. Mm-hmm. No mustache on this one. It was more of the Amish beard. Oh, gross! Also, the Alaskan whaler. No, the only reason this person grew a beard was because a, a little girl wrote him a letter that was like, "I think you need to cover that chin up. Oh, Grow a beard, man." Man, that helps none. None? No. How, why would oh. I know that story? This person um, was passionate about the abolition of slavery. Abraham Lincoln? Yeah. Famous beards. The, yes. The I would chin say strap. His, that's a pretty famous beard. That's no. a pretty famous beard. It's not a great beard, but no. it is a famous beard. Come no. on. I thought I thought about old A.B. Link and... And you dismissed him? No, because like in the, the picture I have in my mind of him is no beard. Okay. And so like I do know that he... I, well, that's what happened is a little girl wrote to him and was like... 
I think you'd look better with a beard. Here's the deal. <laughs> and he was like, that might. And um, that's the best he that could come up with. That might disappoint some people. I'm not sure I should do that. Raising my hand. What? I, of people that are disappointed in that beard. <laughs> That raising my hand. <laughs> no, because no, he was afraid that like just the growing of the beard was going to be like, ugh, because men didn't have, like clean shaven was the way to be at that time. I mean, I'll allow it. He, here's the deal. Uh, the reason I don't consider that a beard per se is, and I'm sorry if this is all you can grow. I'm not trying to throw shade. I'm just, is you, you're hitting me at a raw point here. It's like the Amish. Um. Yep. But there's this like a lot more full, you know. Yeah. Um, here's the deal. Uh, that was the beard I had in high school. Uh huh. Sorta. About not sorta. That was me swinging my hardest. <laughs> was just a chin strap, <laughs> just to, like hold my jaw on. Is really what that was. <laughs> that list is trash. Hold on, there's still one more. Last. Are you one. kidding me? This is the last one. I can't wait. And I don't think you're gonna get it. Um, well, I kind of hit this. Is it says that this person uh, proves a lumberjack beard is for more than just lumberjacks? Thick, luscious, with a wise white glow that says, "Man is not made from defeat. A man can be destroyed, but not defeated." Do you know who said that? Some bearded. Me neither. Some beard bro. Ernest Hemingway. Oh, so. wasn't even gonna get <laughs> close to that. that that's Any, book stuff, yeah. Um, Hemingway was a writer. Yes, I believe so. Again, yes, the person was, who would be writer. able to confirm that uh -huh. will not tweet us because reasons. Um, anyway, that's the end. That's the end of it. That was um, some other notable beards. I will say. Oh, did you know there's a Daniel Norris? I don't know who that person is. Nobody does because it's not Chuck um, Norris. It's not Chuck Norris. We'll say Claude Monet. Uh, watercolor painter. Never heard of him. Shia LaBeouf. You've <laughs> heard of Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. How about this one? Karl Marx. Ooh, too soon. <laughs> he has. Too soon. A pretty wicked beard, though. Like, not going to lie. Also, he's got a different colored mustache than he has beard, yeah. which is kind of boss. Also, so. some might some might say <laughs> that your your uh, comment on wicked beard is a devil on uh -oh. right there. <laughs> How about Galileo? Oh, yeah. Galileo. Yeah. <laughs> Galileo. Kenny Rogers? Oh. <laughs> if you want to like, just kind of land in the 70s real quick, like we could come up with all kinds oh, of weird. Yeah. Well, um, this one is for all the ladies out there. Ooh, hey, Cary lady. Grant. Oh, I thought you were going to say Cary Underwood. No. Yeah. Nope. Cary nope, Grant. No. Also, Cary this Grant? guy, I just have to show you a picture of him because, and y'all Google this name, Hans... Langseth, I don't know who he is, Whoa. but his beard is pretty intense. Bro. Also, it looks like it might be a dreadlock, like one huge dreadlock of a beard. I'm sorry, did they put Walter Frazier on that list? <laughs> yeah. With mutton chops? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And nothing on his chin? Um, well, honestly, here's the deal. We need the to get the site pulled down. <laughs> The very first is result it? is Jake Gyllenhaal. I, and what is, what's the name of this? Beardaholic? You're coming down. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Just be on the lookout for my change.org well, petition, moving on, guys. I think that that is all we need. Um, Gilly Gibbons. These are just words now. Is he? Uh, he looks. He looks like a ZZ Top guy. James Harden. 
James Harden. And Kimbo Slice, Kimbo by the Slice. way. Kimbo Slice, these are... See, there are some names that man. you appreciate. I, yes, yeah. there are. Love him or hate him, James Harden has a beard. Mm-hmm. And That's it's... That's true. This impenetrable. Person, Anson Mount, he's an actor in something. He's in that... Uh, is it a train show? He oh, looks like he's yeah. in a train show to uh, me. What about Guy in a Buffalo? Oh, the guy is that is that him right buffalo. there? It looks um, like him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we want to see some of your favorite beards from history, mythology, the present, whenever. I don't care. Just hit us up on Twitter at Church Nerds LTN. We're working on getting something on Facebook, so don't worry about it, but. Um, we just want to see some of the things that you guys are interested in. So uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Church Nerds LTN, um, or you can just send it to us, private message if you know us. Uh, that would be cool too. But hey, we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we are going to be talking a little bit more about beards. More beards. Beards, um, beards on beards. Okay. Um, beards growing beards. It's going to be a... We're not. It's going to be a hot topic when we come back. So, (laughs) hey, uh, we're going to take a short break, but we'll be back here with more of Church Nerds after a short break. Hey, everyone. I'm Hector Mirai, and this is Faith and Fandom 180 on LTN Radio. I'm not a fan of conflict. I'm not a fan of arguments. And (laughs) the times we live in right now are chock full of them. There was a season of my life where I was a screenwriter for a online show called Fanboy Faceoff. And on Fanboy Faceoff, it was my job every episode to write the script between the two hosts who would be arguing over who would win in a fight between two different superheroes, villains, or comic book characters. Literally, I wrote the argument, both sides of it. And I would literally spend my time figuring out ways to write an argument just with myself. And it was always pointless. But I would write it. The host would read the arguments like their script. And then the audience would vote online to say who won in the battle. And there would be a clear winner saying, hey, these two arguments proved a point. And now we've reached a conclusion and here's the conclusion and we moved on to the next episode. Life rarely works that smoothly when it comes to us actually arguing and dealing with other people in arguments. Right now, you can't throw a stick at the internet without getting into an argument. But let me tell you something. You don't have to engage and you don't have to prove everyone wrong. The world is not hinging on you single-handedly dissolving every conflict and argument you stumble across. There's this scripture in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verses 23 and 24. And it says this. It says, don't have anything to do with foolish and stupid arguments because you know they produce quarrels. And the Lord's servant must not be quarrelsome and must be kind to everyone, able to teach, not resentful. Y'all, God straight up tells us to know our role and shut our mouth and to stop getting into all these arguments because we're not going to win anything. We're not going to change the world by arguments, but through kindness 
and the love of God and our example, we can actually do something. Remember to catch Faith and Fandom 180 every Wednesday morning on the Back Road Morning Show, only on LTN Radio. And if you'd like to learn more about what Faith and Fandom does, head over to facebook.com slash faithandfandom, where you can learn more about our podcasts, Comic-Con ministry, memes, and our book series that has seven volumes out with more on the way. I'm Hector Mirai, and thank you for spending the last 180 seconds with me. Oh, you can... Hey, and welcome back to Church Nerds here on LTN Radio, the Live 365 app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, um, Smoke Signals, uh, We're not Carrier on Smoke Pigeon. Signals yet. We're no? still working on that one. Kate has to handle some stuff Absolutely. for us. Absolutely. Yeah, she's our socials. So, yes, she yeah. handles all the socials. Wherever you found us, thank you so much for hanging out with us. And be sure to share this podcast. We don't talk about this a lot, but rate and review. I say a lot. Oh. We haven't talked about it in probably 15 episodes. We tried episodes. to push it for a while, and it just was a fail. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm not really interested in like incentivizing because, honestly, whatever you guys are doing right now is working. Word of mouth, guerrilla marketing, you know, uh, just engaging on the posts that we put out because this podcast is growing. And so thank you for that. But just if you want to rate and review, we would love that. But just make sure that you share about this podcast on your social media, whatever that is. All right. If you're sending us smoke signals. Share us on the smoke signals. Absolutely. We still have yet, like, it's a very untapped market, and so we're working on it. Uh, Probably There's probably a lot of good reason behind it. First, we have to learn smoke signals because we don't know them. Yeah, I'm sure there's a Duolingo for it. Okay. Yep, excellent. Well, uh, it has been a week of shock and controversy. Um, Some things, a bunch of things have happened. Yeah. Not the least of which is that our own well-beloved Matthew Warmbier mm. of the I thought beard, you were gonna hang formerly more on like the, of the Beard Bros. Formerly, yes, formerly review show, which you also co-hosted. It's the you Beard were Bros Game Show, one of the yeah, two game show, one of the two hosts mm-hmm. of the Beard Bros Game Show. Yep. Um, he shaved his head. That's a good way to put that. And all of it. His he left mustache. the eyebrows. He left the eyebrows. And his he and nose hair. Also, he left his nose hair. I think. Well, we haven't well, had that conversation. We need to yet. confirm. I'll text this. him. I'll text him later. Um. Well, I mean, he he did leave his eyebrows, so he let he threw us a bone yeah. there. Um. It was shocking, to say the least. The community. Yeah, and also the community. Yes. So we wanted to talk about. That. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, Matt. Okay, so why did he shave it, first of all? Because he's a crazy person. I mean, he... Matt... How to words. Um, I love him. I know you do. So much. Yes. Matt's my best friend in the whole world. Uh, One of them. He's one of the best. One of the best friends. Matt sits at the top of the mountain of friendship (laughs) uh, for me. And I know that best friend is a tear. Like it we've, is. we've said that a hundred totally times. It totally is a tear. Um, you spend a lot of time with Matt. If I had to pick the captain of my best friend team. <laughs> I can't believe you would actually do this on a podcast. Think of all those people out there right now who are like, I thought I was the captain of Bubba's best friend 
teams. They're first alternate. All of them are first alternate <laughs> for captain. Uh, but but Matt Matt makes the schedule for our kickball team. Yeah, you so. have shared a bed more times with Matt probably than with anybody else on the best friend tier. That's an easy easy say. yes. It's yeah. not that I haven't with them, but I have more often with because you've been on lots of trips more with trips him with him more trips. into more really sketchy Airbnbs. Way sketch, way <laughs> sketch on love thy nerd trips. Yes, so and game church. So trips. you're close. Yeah. And you had some feel. So, so the reason Matt shaved his beard is because he didn't start with the beard. Let's let's just okay. kind of let's okay. set the record straight. If you guys have seen Matt, go to his Facebook page, Matt Warmbier, and check him out. Um, and he he grows curly hair. Back yeah. in the day, Matt used to have a fro. Like I'm very... talking like. And apparently they have learned that through this through this process that he grows like two hairs out of almost all of his hair follicles, it's which is why weird. he has a lot of hair. Yeah. And so that by default is like part of his look because yeah. for it to us, not be would be kind of difficult because he'd have to maintain so much. Some of us grow zero to one follicles. <laughs> Out of or one one hairs out of each follicle, yes. he grows two, and it like I uh-huh. I've seen a close up picture of it. You did? Oh yeah, and it's not like oh maybe that one kind of does. It's like that one and that one and that one and that one and that one. And that one. <laughs> it's like most of like seventy percent of his follicles look like a little Y's, uh-huh. you know, um, and they're not splits. It, this is new here, no there. This is not what we're talking about. But he ended up for Halloween. We did a live. Uh, free play episode uh-huh. of our podcast yes. on Twitch, which we are doing weekly now, 3 p.m. Eastern on twitch.tv slash love thy nerd and um, on Fridays. And so we were doing that and we were like, hey, we're going to dress up. And mm-hmm. so he said, okay. Um, and Matt is just really good at costumes. Yes. He like, and Aaron probably have oh more pictures man. of themselves together in costumes. I think they do have more pictures of themselves in costumes together than not in costumes. Uh, is, than we have together, period. And yeah, and then we have together, period. They have more and pictures in costumes than you and, and I not have like, together. It's not necessarily like brilliant cosplay. Uh, Dead on. It's just like. They do go farther than the average person. I think he painted himself blue once. Yeah. They just do fun things. Yeah. And they just really enjoy, they just really enjoy Halloween and costume. And like, if they can dress up as, if they can dress up as a different character for a thing, they're just probably going to do that. So. And Aaron said that's one thing that she loved about him. And we'll Mm -hmm. touch on that in the next segment. You know, it's just, he will just, he's just willing to do things. Right. And not really, you know, tied down. So. Uh He says, okay, and I'm, I'm excited to see what his thing is going to be. Because there's a buildup. Like a- Kate dressed up as a dead Horpins. Yes. And so she got a horse, you know, full body horse costume. Free play podcast inside joke. Just thing. peak free play, uh-huh. a dead Horpins. Mm-hmm. And so she put, you know, tape over the eyes of the horse head, you know, mm-hmm. on top of her. Uh, we found for me um, a Bugs Bunny Space Jam Space Jam jumper with the yes, Toon Squad. Yes, for us. For us. For, yeah, you wore it on actually. I Halloween. also. <laughs> um, and so if it's both of us right now. People. So I felt I felt like I was hitting pretty hard with that. Like I felt. Did really, you? I felt really good about that costume. Really? Yeah, I felt great about it. Okay. Um, it wasn't as good as Kate's. And then Matt was like, "I I see your costumes, and I raise you a head of hair." 
Yes. So he ends up like shaving his entire head. Uh huh. Keeps his keeps his video off until after we've started the podcast. Yes. Live and on Twitch in front of because everybody. there was this big reveal thing and totally worth it. Uh huh. And so he he says for free play, he was. Frost. And if you don't know who Frost is, Luke Filipiak, he is one of our streamers, streams on Monday for us on twitch.tv slash love thy nerd. Mm-hmm. And Frost has a bald head and a beard and like is almost always oh, yeah, and it's almost always wearing a Love Thy Nerd t shirt. So he's uh-huh. like, I'm Frost. And he ends up like Which I totally knew. When I saw him, I was like I know yeah. who you are. I thought he just shaved his head because like, no, I'm, I'm in I shock. Hear, I was like, did he, he, he dressed up as Frost. Well, That's he ridiculous. He totally did. And so he ends up like going to Frost's house, getting a hat that he One of has. Frost's own yeah. hats. Like that his wife sneaks out the back door kind uh-huh. of a deal while Frost is home. Because Frost has no idea. No. Was not in on it. Who would know? What is I don't know. Yeah. And no so, one has ever dressed up as me for Halloween, by the way, everyone. I just wanted to say that. It's never happened. It hasn't happened for me either. I Here's the thing. like I've told Matt before <laughs> that, Matt, you are a human caricature. Because <laughs> like, he does have a very he has a look. look about it. He yeah. has a look about him. Which is part of why the reaction the was visceral like, visceral reaction. What? <laughs> I mean, like, here's the deal. Like, we have, like, little pictures on the internet called emotes that are in Mm -hmm. our Discord and Mm -hmm. also on, you know, Twitch Mm -hmm. that we have created around him that Matt has a very distinct haircut and also a very distinct skunk beard. Um, you know, skunk beard. It's just, he has a skunk. Does he call it that? The skunk stripe. Yeah. Does he call it that? Yes. Okay. Um, and, you know, so it's like he's, he's iconic Uh in the, most you know yeah pure sense of the word that it's an icon him he in of himself is an icon okay and so now you enter matt coming in shaving his head and you're like okay well half of it's gone i think i could deal with that like you know uh-huh. it's it's weird like, whatever wow you really went far for this hilarious <sighs> yeah. costume you you celebrate the devil's birthday way better than i do and so that's a joke by the way anybody <clears throat> who was trying to catch that um but then he says, I'm not done with my costume. This is me getting ready for the next thing. And I was thinking, I mean, immediately when he said that, I was like, he's going to go full Professor X on me. <laughs> and so I, I said on stream, I was like, I think I know what you're going to do. Uh-huh. And this just comes with knowing Matt yes. and spending time with him and getting inside of his head a little bit. He kind of lives in the X-Men world okay. <laughs> for most of the time. Um, the the costume where he painted himself blue, um, he he was Colossus from the X Men. He was. I'm not enough of an X Men nerd to know that because I immediately there's a lot of blue people. Colossus is the in guy. X-Men. He's the he's the the Russian who turns to steel. Okay. Um, and so, um, it was not a great costume, but it was still like went kind of all out as uh-huh. much as he possibly could. Yeah. Um. He, he still had like a big old afro and like all sorts, all sorts of stuff. But uh-huh. um, so when he said, I think I, I, this is for something later, I was like, it's bald head. My guess was Professor X. Um, and so it ended up, he posted another picture later on in the day. Um, I think it was the next day, you know, Saturday, which was Halloween. Oh, yeah. And he was, was like, hey, here's the, here's the helmet I'm working no, on. They, no, 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 no. It was the same day. 
Was because it? they did their co-optional stream on Friday, and then they trick-or-treated on Halloween. Yeah. Or oh, you're their, right. Yeah. You're right. So yeah, it was the it same, was same day. day. And so he puts out this this picture of a helmet that he's making, uh-huh. wrapping in tinfoil. Cerebro. Mm-hmm. And I was like, now I, 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 I just- Definitely knew. My comment was, this is what I thought it was. <laughs> yeah. And then sure enough, stream starts, and they're doing co-optional, and he has lost the beard. And no beard. And yeah, okay. So then, it's jarring. Well, there was a response from oh, baby. people. Oh baby, baby, there okay, was a response. People, including like they had to deal with some some stuff. Like it was shocking to their own family as well, and they had to talk through talk through it. Ugh. But like that's kind of to be expected sometimes yeah. from your own children. But in the community, it was like, I texted Aaron and was like, I'm kind of a little bit surprised. Like, I kind of get it, but kind of don't that people feel so connected to apparently Matt's beard, mm-hmm. specifically. Yeah. Speci- like, they were shocked about the hair, but the beard the was beard, like the, over the line. Yeah, well, we, there's a clear line, <laughs> a clear line. And so um, you were one of those people a little bit, even though you knew it was coming. I just, it, it, there's a difference between knowing is something is that something is coming and then experiencing it when it happens. And so for me, I was looking at it and going, where's his chin? <laughs> Because Matt just, he looks different mm-hmm. without his beard. Shocker, right? I think everybody does. Looks different without his beard. And I, so, I know I do. So I, Same, yeah. <laughs> and so, I mean, like to me, it was like, I don't know. Like I, I was, I'm wrestling with things like internally. Also, I mean, you've seen Matt without a beard. Not. I didn't like have- it. I didn't like it then. <laughs> I didn't like it then when it happened, and we had a very similar conversation. And I was like, "What are you doing?" I, th- I think honestly, like I had the same basic reaction. Um, we were doing, I think we were doing Beard Bros then, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Hey, we kind of got this thing that we're doing." <laughs> you can't be a Beard Bro without a it's kind beard. of predicated. Although Drew Dixon, he cheated at one time. Yeah, with a crocheted beard. Absolutely did. Yep. So I, I mean, like from. From strictly a business standpoint, I was a little on the other side of happy about the fact that he got rid of his beard because he and I had just literally been having the conversation <laughs> about bringing beard bros back. Or I, his beard. I don't, but in a lot of ways, I do. You don't own it, and he owns mine. In that we are a team. I own your beard. You wish. I. You just wait until the the will reading, and we'll see who owns the beard. <laughs> but, but I mean, seriously, from like a business standpoint, like that was what I was looking at. Was we th- built a whole show on? We it. can't move forward with this until you grow your beard back. If you wanted to just take a two month break before we started, you, you could have just asked for a two month break. I know that's not <laughs> why he did that. And Matt, Aaron, when you listen, I love you so much. These are just the things that are inside of my brain. I'm not mad about that. It's just like, this is Matt. You're not being a baby about it at all. I'm trying not to. But but like, this is what I've understood about my best friend, Matt, is that sometimes he just sevens so hard that 
he, he wants to go maybe for like the awe and the shock um, or, you know, breaking from tradition or changing things up. You and think all he doesn't think through the con- all of the ramifications. 100%. Is that what you're saying? 100%. That's what I think. But, <laughs> but he's the one who actually has to deal with it. That's not true. I'm so glad you brought that up because that's not true. This is, it has nothing to do with what we were just talking about, but I will bring it up because I think it is important. Um, you know, so you, you could make the argument, well, it's his body. You let him do what he wants with it. That we're talking about on our podcast right now. Absolutely. Um, thanks for the content, Matt. <laughs> uh, but what we said was, I don't think that that holds up because we have to look at it. Like I got, I got, I got, I got to put eyes on that thing and be okay with that. So it's you don't not, have to be okay with it. No, you don't. I do. I do. I do. I have to be okay with it until it grows back, or if it doesn't grow back. I well, have I mean, to be okay. Like, it doesn't matter if you're okay or not. That's what I'm trying to say. It does matter <laughs> because A, he's my best friend, and B, I have to do business with him. Like, we are, we're you not just best friends. I do get to do business. With I do him. get to do business. We're not just friends. We are uh, workplace associates, is, is too, too calm a term. We're like business partners, Matt and I. And so, like, we have to work through some things. And so it's really funny because some of the people, some of the visceral reactions were just like, I hate it. This is terrible. Um, boo. <laughs> Grow it back now. He like, also had some people who were like, man, you look really good. Some of the old ladies way. were just like, you know. No, no. Because that's what happened with me. Yeah, which you've taken up almost all of our time talking about that. What I was gonna, I was gonna talk about. I was gonna talk about when you briefly did. You didn't do a full a full face shave. You did November. You have. Yes, I have so gone full matte two times. Before. Yes, you have, which is why you're such a hypocrite right now. Because not only did you do that, but then you kept doing it. You kept shaving it. It was when easy I piece. had to look at your face. Yeah, and you didn't listen to me for years. <laughs> there were at least like for sure a year, but I think maybe I more think it than was a year. Two years, yeah. You were shaving ev- all Whole the, everything head. minus eyebrows, your face and your head. Yep. And I was like, I don't like it. And you just just kept on doing it. So you from, are the biggest hypocrite, sir. From a personal standpoint, like just yeah, personal. Yeah, it was I easier it. to maintain, blah, blah, but blah. But for blah. other people, it's the worst. Like, <laughs> so, what is, is that an almond? Well, yeah. No, that's Bubba. <laughs> I don't think it was the worst. I don't think it was the worst. I just, anyway. Um... Yeah, that's our dog. Don't it's it's fine. <laughs> I'm trying to see if like, do we edit? Do we uh, cut? He's, he's rooting. Um, it's he, fine. <laughs> um, so the second time though, that was that was time number one, and that happened as an accident, a hair cutting accident, a cutting your own hair accident type of thing, as happens to many men. Um, the second time was planned, where you and two other members that of the church c- staff came my. I can't. My my memory is like today or yesterday. It did. Yeah. Ugh. Because because no because it's November. Yeah. <gasps> oh no. I'm not. Don't worry. Um. Well, so you shaved the chin, but not the mustache. Yep. And there is a term 
that people <laughs> use for this. I'm not going to say it because I don't know if we it should. It is not church nerds appropriate. <laughs> it's not really. Uh, about the kind of the character of a person who only wears a mustache that's very uh, stereotypical yeah. and, and untrue. But it's just kind of creepy. Yeah. And I felt like you embodied, well, I mean, not embodied oh, the stereotype, geez. but like I felt like I, you, if I'd have seen you on the street not knowing you, I would have used that word. I, so when that happened, you would not get close to me. You no, wouldn't, even, you wouldn't look me in the eyes. No. You, you wouldn't do anything. And so you know literally, why? I'll tell you specifically. Why. I shaved one time in November. In no shave November, <laughs> I shaved one time because <laughs> you. No, but and it, no, the no, no. other it wives. Was November. You I were know. you were supposed to keep the mustache. I know. Oh. It turned into no shave November is what no, you said? No. Yeah, that yes, that's what it did. Okay. It, it turned into one shave November. <laughs> because you and the other wives were like this we hate this? Hate. You reminded me of Kip from Napoleon Dynamite. Yes. <laughs> and I was like I like I I don't like this at all. Like I, I dislike it so so very much. But there was also a group of people who actually liked it quite a lot. Oh baby. Because they, they had sure never did. actually seen your face cuz you have had a full beard almost since we moved to Marble Falls with the exception of that one month. Yeah. Just what it took to grow in. Yes. And so they're very unfamiliar with seeing little baby face uh butt chin Bubba stall cup. That's my, that's Bubba my has a dimple in his chin, I and do. most people don't know this. Um, they liked it. Keep it secret. A keep lot, it safe. A lot they liked like it. Like a lot. And I got some rather disturbing comments <laughs> from some of the women at church who um, liked the way your face looked. What did, what did they say? What did they, well, they, they referred mm, to me as? There was one of them that I can't even remember. I just remember being creeped out. And then the second one was that you... We're very handsome. And I said, specifically, yes, I know that he is very handsome. I married him. Yeah. And then she said, but I mean, like, top shelf. Ooh, baby, and baby. I, let's I go. Like, Still got I it. I want to leave right now. Yeah. I don't like this hey, conversation. That was a compliment. All right. Like, nicely done. Um, Anyway, yeah, I'll be that a trophy did happen. Uh, I mean, and I can remember my dad shaving his beard also. Like, when I'm saying, I get the visceral reaction because I think we can't kind of help a little bit. Like, yeah. well, it's just a shock. And I think you imagine what someone's face looks like without a beard, but then when you actually see it, it's probably different. And it's hard to. And you're always disappointed. I don't know. If we're being real. With the exception of that one guy from Duck Dynasty. Yeah. Maybe Jace. Is that one of them? Jace is one of them. Holy cow. I don't know why he has a beard because. He has a very good jaw. Yeah. If you have a great jaw, why have a beard? Why? Why not? Maybe because you don't like shaving. Also, it's his face, so he can do whatever he wants. But yeah. just saying, um, some pictures came out of him before they started Duck Dynasty. Oh, yeah. And many women in America were like, what are you doing <laughs> right now? <laughs> anyway. Well, I mean, all that to say, you know, like the reactions about this is we're gonna go into the next segment talking about these things it's like what because you're wondering right now yeah, how does this pertain um, to why jack is this or on squat church nerds this doesn't make any sense i think i think a lot of times and, and this will be the, the segue before we take a break a lot of times we 
we bundle our identity in one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we, a lot of times, will project that identity onto other people and other things. So mm-hmm. when we come back after the break, the thing that we want to talk about is how people perceived Jesus mm-hmm. and how Jesus was able to take those preconceived notions and turn them on their heads. And then we will actually tie that back in to my best bud, Matt Warmbier, and his shaving of his beard and how that can actually be an object lesson for us, specifically myself, to <laughs> see as a positive moving forward. So stick with us, and we'll be back with more right here on Church Nerds. We here at LTN Radio know that not everybody is nerdy in the same ways, and you might find yourself in a situation where you hear a word or a phrase that you've never seen before and have no idea what it means. Well, have no fear. I'm here to help. Today's word is kayfabe. This is a term from the world of pro wrestling. It means keeping up the illusion that pro wrestling is not scripted. This is a complicated concept, but the basis of kayfabe is wrestlers making sure that the fans believe that what they're seeing is 100% real and not scripted or fake in any fashion. Even as recently as the early 2000s, WWE did their best to keep up the kayfabe, but as the internet became a growing thing, kayfabe started to go out the window. The final nail in the coffin came with the launch of the WWE Network as they began to create several behind-the-scenes documentaries of wrestlers in huge feuds chatting happily before and after big matches. However, even today we do see certain characters such as Bray Wyatt's The Fiend, who try to never have an out-of-character persona anywhere online. The longest-running kayfabe persona was The Undertaker, who's hardly ever broke character for nearly 30 years, but with the recent five-part series Undertaker The Last Ride, he finally took off the facade and shared about his entire career breaking kayfabe hope this helps come back next week for another nerdy definition Welcome back to Church Nerds, and if you're just tuning in on LTN Radio or the Live 365 app, last segment we talked about hair, and specifically facial hair. Uh, um, yep. And so you might be wondering, what the heck does this have to do yeah. with church? With How are you going to redeem this podcast? <laughs> uh, so we're glad you asked that, because we're sure you did. Uh, Jesus. Jesus had a beard. Allegedly, it wasn't in your little Let's quiz talk here, about but Jesus. yeah, it wasn't one of the most famous beards of all history. <laughs> Piece of trash that website. Well, seriously though, as this last week, as we watched this situation unfurling um, slowly, like a like a train wreck on um, in the LTN community, yeah. I I was texting Aaron and I was like, this is actually causing me to have some really deep thoughts because because of how connected people feel with a beard Mm -hmm. and the reactions that it's causing in people. Like I'm thinking I'm thinking about when Jesus came and some of the reactions that people had to him, not to his beard specifically. Um 
But there are people like one of the comments that you made and that she mentioned was like, I'm looking at Matt's face right now and I'm trying to think about whether we would have been friends if that's how his face had been when I had met him. (laughs) Which you're just being silly. Poor attempt at humor on my part in a very (laughs) already touchy situation with people. She was like, I was kind of shocked Bubba said that or something to that effect. Um, And I was like, well, he didn't like the way I looked when we first met. That's for dang sure. Yeah. So, you know, it's fine. He comes around. But... um. I was thinking about like Jesus and how through scripture, like prophetic word, I think the Israelite community felt like they knew the Messiah. Mm-hmm. Like they they certainly knew certain things about him. They knew that he was going to be, well, I don't know. I don't know what they thought. They knew that he was going to come and free them Yeah. Um, from their oppressors. And they had sort of a misunderstanding about what that meant because they were pretty sure that it meant the Roman government. Sure. And I'm sure like with every government that came and oppressed them because it was a bunch, um, they were probably like, he's going to save us from the Babylonians. He's going to save us from, you know, whatever, wherever they were. And um, at that time it was, it was Rome and he came and he did some different things and they were like, what? Yeah, um, sorry, what? (laughs) (laughs) I thought I knew you or or the Messiah, but like you're you're not him. That's not my that's not my Messiah. Yeah, hashtag Um, not my Messiah. (laughs) Yeah, and or even like, uh, Jesus says he's the Son of God, but he's picking grain on the Sabbath, and his disciples like and. He's working yeah. on the Sabbath. Healing He's healing on people Sabbath. on the Sabbath. Uh, no, I'm out. Yeah. That's not the God I know. Yeah. The God I know rested on the Sabbath. Yep. And um, how like these certain identifiers, when they had kind of missed the point yeah. about a bunch of stuff, became deal breaker issues. And they were like, I'm out. I cannot. Yeah. I cannot look at your face. Or you yeah, know, as, like whatever. As Liz Lemon would say, that's a deal breaker, ladies. <laughs> that's a deal breaker, ladies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Go watch 30 Rocco change your life. <laughs> um No, it will not change your life. Change mine. <laughs> well, so I don't like I was just having all of these really big thoughts and I'm like it's something so silly. Ultimately, it's so silly, but like, obviously, it's causing feelings in people that nobody expected. It's causing people and to then, stumble. <laughs> and then I've like, I, it's just weird. My and maybe it's just my mind. Yeah, works weirdly like that, and like tends toward like deeper life issues yeah. all the time. Um. Anyway, so that's why I thought we could talk about it a little bit kind of here in this segment as, yeah. as to how like this applies to us as Christians sort of when like identifiers and things that matter and things that don't matter. And then what we as Christians are willing to put on the line, mm-hmm. you know, and how that sometimes is not received no. very well by no. other Christians. I So I, I think that the first point here to make is that we do a really good job of putting God in a box. Mm-hmm. So we'll start at the top and then we'll kind of work our way down. 
we're, we do a really good job of putting God in a box and saying things like, well, my God would never do this, or my God would never do that. And I think it, that, that those things are, those, those kinds of statements are really damning um, when not checked against scripture. When mm-hmm. we just say things flippantly like, well, you know, my God wouldn't do this, or that, that's not something that I, I think that God would do. Or, you know, do you, people would say things like this all the time, like, well, well, do you think that that's something that God would do? And, what would Jesus do? Yeah, well, kind that's less accusing, <laughs> oh, okay. but yes. Um, and when the answer to you think those this makes God happy, yeah, the the answer to those questions is, well, it doesn't really matter what I think God would do. I mean, there are definitely certain things. There are definitely certain things that we can know because He's told us in Scripture. Mm-hmm. You know, are are things that matter, and obviously, when Jesus came. He he broke it down kind of further um, that it was like, well, you know, some of these things, here's what God was trying to get you to understand Yeah, when he told you not to lust or, sure. you know, things like that, that he's like, you think you're doing good, really needs to go a step further. Actually, it's way harder than you ever thought. Yeah. Um, and, you, you know, like... You're missing the whole point of the Sabbath, specifically with the sa- with the grain example. Sure. The pig- like, I don't think you understand what the Sabbath is, everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is uh, like, um, what, what did he say? The sa- the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. Yeah. Um. So I mean, that's that. It's it's been going on. It's difficult when we're talking about putting God in a box. And I think so much of it is actually influenced by like your culture, mm-hmm. your church culture, your family culture, and there's like your parents and things like that. Whatever that brush you, you used to paint tradition that with. you never knew, yeah. you even you didn't even know there was a box. It's that, just how it's always been done. No, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I I do think so, and I I think that the linchpin here is is tradition. You know, um, we are a product of our surroundings, and. Till we're just not, um, you know, I, I use that a phrase a lot of times that, you know, something is until it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, I think that that's what happens here too, is that like, you just, you grow up thinking things and being taught things and, and whatever. And this is not a commentary on your church or, you know, your, your Bible study or your home life or anything, but no, just because it just happens. And you are also teaching other people, yeah. like your children are going to grow up thinking certain things. Absolutely. That you never knew that like, something went so far in their way of thinking or, you And know. so, I mean, honestly, that's, I don't, I don't think that we do this enough here on this podcast and even maybe with, with Love Line as a whole, but, you know, we challenge you right here, right now to go and hold anything that we or anybody else says up against scripture mm-hmm. to test it. Yeah, like that's, that's what do. the Bible says to do is to go and test it. So to not just blindly follow things, um, but you know, because a pastor or a, a speaker or a worship leader or whatever says something, some prominent figure, um, but to, to go and test it. And I'll give you a good example. Um, and again, this is not a commentary, just an example. Several years ago, um, there was a, a massive controversy in the Christian world um, around a guy named Rob Bell. And he wrote a book called Love Wins that gave a, a an unorthodox view of unorthodox, not doxed. Doxed is not a word. That's something I was just going to let it slide. That's something an idiot would say. 
and I aren't an idiot. Um, an unorthodox view on hell. Mm-hmm. Again, not going to get into it. It's not a commentary. Mm-hmm. But he did do a lot of interviews in radio and video and otherwise. Mm-hmm. And one of the things, one of the interviews that he gave was a pretty heated argument back and forth between him and another person, a theologian. Um, and Rob asked this theologian, whose name escapes me for right now, um, he says something to the effect of they're talking about hell and this person's view and his view. And, and Rob says to the guy, he says, well, is, I mean, is that something that you want to believe about hell? And he says back to him, it doesn't matter what I want to believe. Mm-hmm. This is what scripture says. And yeah. this is the interpretation of it. It's not what I want to believe. It's this, this for me is the logical interpretation. So I think that a lot of times we we let our tradition just guide us and we just go and we don't stop to smell the roses. We don't stop to think. And or feelings. But I think they run hand in hand. I don't think that you can separate the two because I Mm -hmm. think that your traditions will change based on your feelings and understanding about what a text says or, you know, the church that you go to the group of people that you're around later in life, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's why parents, you know, we spend all of our time brainwashing our children, um, <laughs> you know, and that's why, you know, it, we get a little skittish when kids start going off to college and stuff like that. And they start thinking a different way than what we've taught them. Yeah. Um, because we, 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 our way is the way, right? This right. is the way. It's very different, Mandalorian of us. Different is scary. Like yeah. that's the bottom line of all absolutely. of this is that different is just terrifying. People hate change. We, mm-hmm. we absolutely hate it. So rather than trying to find the beauty or the truth or knowledge or whatever in another way of thinking, and I'm not saying this is not a universalist, all roads lead to heaven. Or, or even just the merit in something. Yeah, is it true or is it not? This is not that, that I'm not getting there, but trying to find something in mm-hmm. the different. Um, this will keep us from being, you know, the the Pharisees when Jesus came, because Jesus came with a completely different idea and understanding than the Pharisees had, and these were the smartest people. These were the scholars, the the Bible professors, the theologians of the day smartest people spent all their time in scripture basically right that when scripture actually showed up in the flesh in front of them they didn't even recognize it because they had they had decided in their minds what it was going to look like Mm -hmm. and when it didn't look like that anymore they killed it right so i mean tim Mackey talks about this all the time when he's like if you are comfortable with your theology probably just don't ever read the Bible <laughs> because yeah. it's so challenging to tradition. It's so challenging to the way that we're comfortable and so challenging to like, it's just, it's, it's just going to rock you. Yeah. And um, because theology in so many ways, there are some cut and dry black and white things, but there's a lot of things that you have, like you just have to think that multifaceted things. And so um, it's like, we're just going to be, I don't know, we don't have it all figured out. No. And we have to n- know that. I think that was, like we've talked about the chosen, yeah. um, Nicodemus um, of of John 3.16, mm-hmm. old Nicodemus. Mr. John 3.16 himself. Um, 
you know, that was kind of his saving grace, I think, was that like he was part of that same crowd, but instead of being like, well, not my God, not the God that I know. And he's like, maybe like there, 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 he couldn't shake. Like he had a lot of questions. He mm-hmm. had a lot of questions. And instead of being like, oh no, this is making me ask questions. Digging his heels oh in, man. no. Yeah. Um, he just asked the questions yeah. in secret <laughs> when nobody would know where he right. was. Yeah. But he did ask the questions. And um, it's in the, in the show, what he, he is asking, this is not from scripture. This was just their interpretation of it was of perhaps what his way of thinking was is, um, is this not God or maybe we actually don't have a full understanding of God? Yeah. And how come you're jumping immediately to like, well, there's no way. Yeah. And, um, and so we do that a lot of times. Um, and it's a sort of, I think that we as humans, we want to know what to expect. We want to know everything. That's actually like a thing about a brain mm-hmm. is like we will fake it till we make it rather than admit that we don't know something. And that's been studied. Um, if you watch like brain shows and stuff, there are people, they they ask them ridiculous things to see if they will just be like, oh yeah, I just know this. Yeah. And they and almost always, people don't want to say, I don't know. Right. Um, we want to know. We want to be on top of it. We want to have the intellectual upper hand and we want to know what to expect and what's coming because we don't want to be taken by surprise. And so right. we, we tend to create these expectations sometimes without even realizing that we have the expectation in place. Mm. And so we find this out on a relational level all the time. Yeah. Most problems in relationships, I'm going to say all relationships, but especially marriage, marriages, yeah. when you're having a fight about something, so many times it's because one of you or both of you had some expectations that either were not communicated or, um, well, obviously they were not satisfied somehow. Sure. Like something happened, the, the expectation wasn't met, whether that person knew they had that expectation or not. Like sometimes it's something unspoken and you knew you had the expectation, but you just thought that it was understood. Yeah. Like we had a, we had a, an issue like that recently where it was like, I just thought we were on the same page about this and then yeah. we are not on the same page about this. And now suddenly everything feels not okay. Well, I fixed it because I just took the cabinet doors off. <laughs> and so now I don't have to wait for you to close, close them. The yeah. Doors. So, um, and then, uh, I mean, it's, it just is, it can wreck us. And I think that uh, the sometimes even the discovery of, yeah. oh, I had this expectation. The epiphany Wh- What moment. else do I have expectations yeah. about that I never even knew? And I think that that's kind of where Nicodemus was yeah. and where the people who really got it with Jesus, it was like, oh, we just assumed a bunch of stuff this whole time. And actually, it's completely upside down. Whoops, my bad. Yeah, and, and also just flat out not okay. Uh, if you're if if our expectations are unfounded, mm-hmm. um, and just because you know, uh, if we're reading into things, um, things that are not there, that's just not healthy. It's not good for you. It's not good for the person on the other side of the relationship, uh, even if that person is God. Like it's, it's just not healthy. God, I'm expecting you to do this, this, and this. And then God shows up and is like, uh, you've heard it said 
one way, uh, it's actually a completely different thing. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah. You you've heard it said, "An eye for an eye." I say, turn the other cheek, and you're like, "Whoa!" You literally have actually, ruined. That, actually, that was about something completely different. Yeah. Uh, here's what you really need you, to do with you, your you, brother. You've rocked my entire world. Yeah. Saying that because, literally. In that moment when Jesus comes and he's saying those things, you've heard it was said, but I say this. It's not like you heard somebody one time say it. It's like this is the thing that has been drilled into your mm-hmm. head. This because is what they it is, say. It is legitimately the scriptures that you have been reading. Like mm-hmm. this, this was what the people of the time wrote down as words of God. But now I tell you, now mm-hmm. I have come. I am finally here. The Messiah that you've been waiting for is here, and here's how it's going to go. Like, I can imagine that just blowing people away in the worst ways possible. Well, I mean, which in everybody's, like, they had put such stock into these groups of the Pharisees and the Sadducees, which was never Uh, even a structure that God set up. No. That was like a whole, I don't even know, like, they they had just come up with that, and it was like, Uh, well, we can only really learn scripture from seminary. The structures structures that the people of God have set up that God was like, how about nah, that's a whole other podcast. Sure, it definitely is, but that that was part of what created it, and then what made it so jarring, um... So anyway, yeah. whatever. Uh, I I I also was thinking like when we think about like a beard and Matt's beard and it being yeah. iconic and an identifier. Um, I was thinking like what other sort of identifiers like as a what identifiers have been put on me that it's like oh that's just that's part of Anna and if you take that part of Anna yeah. away she's not Anna anymore. Um, Sarah Jessica Parker she used to have a mole on her chin. Mm-hmm. And she had it removed because it's her face. And she had she, to change her name after that. She didn't. She didn't. She was just like, I just am going to get this removed. And then when she did, her fans went crazy. Like her fan base were upset with her, and they were like, "Well, because that is like part of your look. Yeah, it's part of your like your identity." And she was like, "Shoot, it is. Oh, oh n- guess like I'll put what, it back. What, what do I do? <laughs> One mole, please." <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. Um, and so, like again, something really, really silly. But I think that as Christians, we have sort of this idea. I mean, there are there are things that Scripture says that should characterize us. Yeah, like the way that we love each other and the way that we live at peace with one another. Yeah. Um, you know, all these fruit of the spirit. The fruit is the identifier of a tree. Sure. You know, it's an apple tree, among other reasons, because it grows apples. Yeah. So there are things that are identifiers, but are there, like, sometimes there are extra biblical things that we consider to be identifiers of Christians. Sure. Um, Things like... How many Crusoe shirts do you have? (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Youth pastors and worship pastors with the like goatee and the yeah the plaid shirt. It's well, it's it's the it's the pearl snap button up with the the cross on the back of it. Yeah, like with the floral uh-huh. flirtily <laughs> majiggers all over it. Paisleys. There and it things. is. Yeah. Um, skinny jeans. Gotta wear skinny jeans. Okay. Um, 
uh, just hipster haircuts. Enjoying Chick Fil A. Oh, have a to, lot. You gotta love Chick Fil A. Yeah, um, you gotta drink slow drip coffee. Sharing Babylon B articles you all the to, time. Have to do it. Um, I mean, like th- there are a lot of a lot of things we're being silly about them, but but there are a lot of like honestly, one question that we get all the time is, oh, what seminary did you go to? Mm-hmm. Um, and t- my answer is school of hard knocks. You know, graduating yeah. every year, baby, and <laughs> um, like that that really throws people because then they're like, oh. Do you know anything about the Bible? Yeah. Are you just like some idiot or something? Or, and it, you know, I I don't want to be like, no, I'm super knowledgeable about the scriptures. But it's like, I mean, I this is this is what I've dedicated my life to. Um, there is still plenty to be learned mm-hmm. and to be to be found. But you know, I, I I don't think that there are these things that you X Y Z have to be doing. Now there are a lot of them that you do. You got to believe that Jesus is the son of God and you have to confess with your mouth that he is Lord. And there's a lot of things that we as Christians have to believe in order to fall into the family. Um, But, you know, and you got to live your life in a certain way that reflects that, you know, so it's, Mm -hmm. we won't get into all the nuance of that. That's not what this is about, but it's all the extra stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, well, and it's the things that I'm used to, and it's the things that look like me yes. and what I already do. How long is your skirt? Uh, well, I mean, there are like there are things about dress that have been extra biblically imposed. Yep. Um, what kind of music do you listen to? Yeah, what you or do you d- instruments? Yeah, Yay? nay, no, uh oh, uh oh. Um, like you find a lot of these things in in church traditions, like in denominations, um, and even down to like party lines and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Do you drink, I re- do you I smoke? Rem- yes, you those chew, kinds of yeah, things. All sorts of stuff. Like I remember seeing a book uh, that it was like, God is not, God is not, um, he's not a Cubs fan, he's not a, capital- a capitalist, he's not um, a Republican, he's not, like all of, the, the, all of these different things that um, when I initially saw that, it's like those things are true, um, but I was kind of shaken by some of them because yeah. there were certain things that were true about a lot of the people that I knew who followed Christ. Right. And so I assumed, well, all Christ followers do this. Yeah. And then when I started to meet to people who were like, no, no, <laughs> not all Christ followers do that. Nah, uh, I might take issue with some of those things. And I was like, it was hard to extricate like my Christian identity yeah. from my cultural Christian identity, sort of. Bingo. And um, and then it was hard, and it, it was really hard. And um, well, I think a, a big part of that right now, like I mean, right now as we are recording this, uh, we are the day after the quote unquote election. Um, Why did you quote unquote that? Because it hasn't happened yet. Like it, <laughs> the not- twenty twenty presidential election, voting has ended. I, I don't mean like oh the election or whatever. It's like we don't have we don't have a winner. We don't yet. have results. Okay, no. yeah. So think ballots are still being counted. Um, you can go literally anywhere, even in the town that you're in or the city or wherever that you live, and you will find people that will say, if you're a Christian, you vote Republican. You will also find people that say, if you're a Christian, you vote Democrat. Mm-hmm. And so. 
both can't be cannot true. Cannot be true. Cannot be true. That's yeah. not how truth works. Right. Okay. We're this is not subjective. Truth is objective, and so um, that's why I think that those that's another outlier. That's another like silver lining, you know, fringe mm-hmm. thing that people try to put on it. That it's like you don't need to add any more to it. You know, well, if you were really a Christian, then you'd be a Baptist or a Methodist or a Lutheran. Mm-hmm. No. I mean, we've even heard, you heard, uh, you were at a, we're not going to say what denomination, but like a meeting of all yeah. of, of the churches in a certain denomination that were like, uh, basically we're the only ones making it. Yeah. Go out and, and proselytize for us. Yeah. And it was like, ooh. I could not get out of that room quick enough. <laughs> Yikes. Couldn't get out of there quick enough. Um, when, you, when you impose an identity on. Yeah. Christ or on, you know, God or other Christians, and then it's gone and they shave the beard. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, and you're in crisis. So, so let, like, so let's land the plane here. All right. Cause we're, we could just babble on and on. I didn't and on expect about this. this conversation to go this long, honestly. Same. Um, but let, let's kind of land the plane here. So the, the final question that we have for this segment and for the meat of this actual podcast is, how far are we willing to go for the cause of Christ, um, even if it causes us like fear, anger, disappointment, or in um, the people around you? Yeah, because just in general, like how much of how many how much of those identi- how many of those identifiers are you w- would you be willing to let go of? Yeah, if Christ asked you to do it, which yeah, you know, like Matt Warmbier is willing to let go of a bunch of things and has. Yeah. Not just beard things, other things. Even if it makes his kids uh, punch out their anger for how you know mad they are that he shaved his beard, which is a real thing that happened. <laughs> um, you know, but still, like even Aaron said in that, you know, as a rebuttal to that, um, she, I was an object lesson for, for this kid in his house. And also Jesus and Christianity mm-hmm. was an object lesson. You know, I was an object lesson in that she was like, hey, you know, Bubba's probably not happy about this either. Um, and I can neither confirm nor deny. You can listen to this podcast and just understand that it is a topic of this episode. Make your own conclusions. But she was like, hey, but he's going to he's gonna love daddy anyway. Uh-huh. And it's true. And I do love Matt. And, uh-huh. you know, I'm, I'm working through it. Beardless. Yeah. Little Lo- naked mole rat Matt. Love is a battlefield, you know. But... On the Christian side of things, she said that she loves that about him, that he's mm-hmm. willing to do things regardless of what people think around him. And she goes, that's what makes him such a good Christian. Mm-hmm. That's what makes him so good at Christianity is that he's already willing in other areas of his life to, to let go give of up, the things that don't matter. Yeah, to, well, to give up comfort mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Whereas most people are like, oh, you can't. You can't, you can't do that because it'll make me feel this way or mm-hmm. it'll make somebody else feel this way or this is what people expect of you. It's just weird. Yeah, it definitely is weird. But if you go into it with the idea that that's not why I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. I'm doing this because this is what Jesus wants. Mm-hmm. Um, this is what's going to glorify God the most. Now, Matt shaving his beard and his head doesn't is ultimately completely un yeah yeah it's 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 a means to an end <laughs> when the time comes but you know for us all 
to kind of、mm-hmm. get to that point in our lives where we're like, what are the things that we are ready to give up? Am I ready? Am I ready to become all things to all people that by some means I might win some? Like,、mm-hmm. I will go to great lengths. Am I as dedicated to Jesus as Matt Warmbier is to his Halloween costume? <sighs> that's the man, that is <laughs> that's some SAT stuff right there.、Um, but I mean, like, there, there are a lot of churches out there. Um, that have kind of this, this mentality that I'm, I'm willing to do anything outside of sinning to win people to, to Jesus and you know, to, to allow them to experience this hope and this joy that lives within me. And LTN subscribes to that. That's、mm-hmm. not part of our verbiage, but you know, I, I like to use the phrase that Andy Stanley says.、Um, he's, he's quoted. At least by me, as saying, <laughs> you know, if, if you want to reach people that no one's reaching, you get, you got to do things that no one's doing.、Uh-huh. And, you know, again, he, this may not be his quote, but he's getting all the credit in the world for it. <laughs> and so, like, I, I think that that is important. You have to do things that people are not doing, which in and of itself just means you have to break some tradition. You got to break away from the mold that the world has created. Because、mm-hmm. people are going to be like, well, there's a reason we don't do those things. I'm not saying tradition is the devil. Okay. Not saying that.、Um, I want to put these qualifiers on things just so that it's crystal clear exactly what it is that we're trying to get to. For、across. the record, we're, our life group is reading a, a book called、uh, Liturgy of the Ordinary. Yeah. So, Repetition and liturgy and all of those things, we're not, we're we're not against. We, we are, are not. here for it. But I, I think that we need to examine those things、mm-hmm. and decide which ones are to be kept and which ones are not to be kept because that is exactly what Jesus did when he came to this earth.、Mm-hmm. He said, Here are the things that you have in place. Here's how they need to change.、Mm-hmm. And that, I think, was the biggest rub.、Mm-hmm. Um, if Jesus had come back, Exactly how they had decided, everything would have been fine. But he didn't. <laughs> For a few people. Yeah. But, but he didn't. He came back and he was like, well, you, I mean, you guys were close. You knew I was coming. That's pretty cool.、Um, but here's how things are going to be. And so I'm not saying, again, big, huge disclaimer here I'm not saying just go out and break every tradition that you've ever had. I don't think so. We, we like to kind of create tradition in our house. We try、mm-hmm. to think, okay,、uh, you know, with our kids, they, kids just love routine. They just respond well to routine. And routine is just kind of a fancy way of saying tradition. You could argue that God does too. I mean, He set up seasons、Absolutely. and cycles and feast schedules and、Absolutely. all kinds of things. So it's not that God is just like, you never know what's coming tomorrow. <laughs>、yeah. Have fun.、Um, yeah. But He's also not. Tied down、right. necessarily by being fluid, being flexible, being、mm-hmm. willing to change, I, I think is important. And I, I do think that when you get into relationships, relationships are messy.、Um, relationships don't stay the same because people don't stay the same.、Mm-hmm. We as people are always changing, we're always developing, you know. I mean, especially if you're working with kids, holy bejeebers, Batman, like that is going to get. Well, a lot worse before it gets a lot better because their brains don't develop till they're in their 20s.、Yeah. And so, like trying to, to work with people over the course of their life, knowing that people are going to have experiences that actually inform the way that they think and believe about stuff, and working through stuff with them, like, 
you know, we were, we were talking earlier about, you know, doubting and, and questioning and all sorts of stuff. And I think that to a degree that's okay. Mm-hmm. Thomas gets a bad rap for being doubting Thomas. He did a lot of other great things, but the only thing anybody ever remembers him for is for doubting. But mm-hmm. even when he was doubting in the upper room, Jesus didn't go, you sorry sack of human garbage. Um, he said, okay, if this is what you need, then please put your put your hand in the holes in my hand, put your hand in my side, um, come and eat with me. Uh, but then he does turn around and in the very same breath, basically he turns around and said, but blessed are those who believe without seeing. Mm-hmm. And so he gives Thomas what he needs in that moment to get him to where he needs to be, answers the questions, allows him to, to get to a point where he can believe and understand, but then goes the extra mile and says, but bigger blessings to those who, who mm-hmm. do believe. Mm-hmm. So again, that's a whole nother podcast. I, I'm sorry to, to, I'll close my Bible and step away yes. from the pulpit, but, but how far legitimately are you willing to go? We're going over and I apologize about this. Sorry, not sorry. If you're still with us, you keep saying that over and over again. I'm sorry, not sorry though. Um, but let us know on on Twitter, or on Facebook, or wherever you find us. Just what are your thoughts on this whole thing? What are some traditions that you've had that maybe you think need to change? Um, what are some traditions that you would like to kind of get into? We talked about liturgy and prayer and meditation and stuff like that. Those are some good habits to get into that could actually bring you closer to God if you're not there. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe what are some traditions that are bringing you farther away from God? Um, I've got a whole laundry list of things that we could have talked about, but we just don't have time. Um, so maybe if you want to know some of those things, you can hit us up at church nerds, LTM on Twitter, and we would love to talk with you about those things. Um, but, uh, thank you again for hanging out with us for a little Mm -hmm. bit and being a part of this conversation, Matt, I love you, man. I love you so much. (laughs) I'm a, I'm going to love you more when you grow your beard back, but I still, still love you. Are you saying that? Your amount of love can literally be measured by the, the length inches of his, of his beard. Yeah. Well, Yikes. I'm not not saying it. Sheesh. Um, and hey, <laughs> if you have a beardless person in your life, try and love them today too. <laughs> we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to have our nerdy recommendation of the day and also close it out with our Church Nerds memory verse. So stick around and we'll have more of Church Nerds right here. <laughs> What up, nerd? We hope you're enjoying the podcast. But did you know that Love Thy Nerd showcases most of their content on LTN Radio First? That's right. Check the schedule and listen to most of our shows before they're available here over at LTNOnAir.com. While you're streaming, you'll also hear the best mix of Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie, and even some content made exclusively for our radio listeners. Stream directly from LTNOnAir.com or download the Live 365 app and favorite LTN Radio. And let us become your new daily soundtrack. You'll be glad you did. Tiger Uppercut! Well, to close out the show today, we've got a nerdy recommendation for you. You might be surprised what it's about. Yeah, I bet you will. Hey, this 
nerdy recommendation is one of my f- my favorites here, and um, we are recommending Ubiquity Beard Products. Um, you can find them at ubiquitybeards.com. I have been using their oils and their beard combs, and um, also our, my buddy here. This is Brett Vance. Um, I would say Brett Vance, Vance Refrigeration. It's not actually Vance Refrigeration, <laughs> but I can't not say it. He does a lot of things. I don't think that refrigeration is um, one of them. Yeah, he also does this little bean of mine, mm-hmm. which we've we've recommended when we were talking about coffee before. Um, but specifically, these these beard products, they're fan freaking. Fantastic! Like I love, I love the way they smell. I love the way that it makes my beard feel. Here's what I've learned about um, beard oil: is that it's actually not for your beard; it's for your face. Mm-hmm. And so um, I'm not going to get too much into into the nitty gritty or really the grossness of it. But um, <laughs> your when you have a beard, your your beard hairs. I've learned a lot of, about this process actually from you, Anna. Um, your your beard hairs. They wick mm-hmm. the moisture away from your face. Yes, wicking. And so, a lot of people, a lot of a lot of new people, when they're using beard oil or whatever, they'll just like get it in their hands and they'll rub it on the outside mm-hmm. of their beard. That's the opposite of you what you go need to do. Top down. You, you need to you need to drip it face. along the jawline and let yeah. it and and make sure it touches your skin mm-hmm. because it's going to moisturize and it will. That's that's why your hair always gets a lot more shiny, a lot more soft because it's going to pull that moisture away from your face and mm-hmm. into the into the hairs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> science, um, <laughs> but. Uh, but so like taking care of your beard and, you know, not, not putting a lot of like harmful products and stuff like that in it is really important. And Ubiquity Beards, uh, their products are all organic. And so sometimes they'll sponsor us and we'll do, you know, they, they sponsored part of LTNCon um, when Matt and I were doing the, the morning show before LTNCon and we love them. Whether they sponsor us or not, you just need to go out and do Ubiquity Beard products at ubiquitybeards.com. I will also tell you this, and I wonder if this is still even on the table after Matt's shenanigans. Um, <laughs> there was supposed to be um, like one or two Ubiquity Beard scents that were coming out that were Beard Bros scents. So me personally... I like the more citrusy sense of it. Um, I I like I like a clove base um, with with like a little bit of an orange peel kind of smell in it as well. Mm-hmm. Well, so I mean, some of their their scents are all obviously very like manly. So manly scents. This is what gets me is like Matt is the other side of the coin. He likes leather, tobacco, deep. Cedar bay leaf, yeah. Because uh, I'm looking at one. It's it's leather, tobacco, and bay leaf. Scented. Yeah, I think I have that in in the house. Evening discourse. Ooh wee. Yeah. Buy uh, me dinner first. And you can get like uh, subscriptions if you want. If you want to receive them monthly or yeah, every other month Absolutely. or something. If you and and Brett is uh, you know one of our. I love good bread. buddy brothers in Christ kind of people. Oh, absolutely. So, uh, if you don't have a beard, because there Just is at least a greater than fifty percent chance that you do not. 
listening to this. <laughs> you might know somebody with a beard, and it's almost a nifty gifty time. Hey, if nothing else, you know me. Yeah, just send. Just buy it and send it here. Send Bubba some beard oil. No, don't do that. Um, okay, well, so don't not do it. I mean, let's. Well, my beard has a terminal length. We haven't talked a lot of bit about my yeah, beard. I I want a ZZ Top beard. I want it to grow down <sighs> to mid chest. I want that. No, but it doesn't. Ha- it doesn't matter how much I straighten it. It doesn't matter anything. My your, beard itself. Your head hair. It's a terminal length. I have a feeling you could grow some very long head hair, mm. but your face hair. It's not is no nope yeah nope. it just starts to kind of to curl and bunch up and <laughs> again no matter how much I I straighten it yeah well I bet you didn't think that we could have a a church nerd's memory verse about beards oh I did but you'd be wrong if you thought that we couldn't because did you know the Bible talks about beards everybody I did know that I didn't I didn't know this verse specifically I this passage was joking. And quoted this verse to Bubba because I know a song about it. There's I, a song. I have never loved you more than when you just off the top of your head quoted scripture about beards. And beard oil. I fell in love with you all over again. Well, okay. So here you go. Um, this, <laughs> this is probably not when you're just like, I don't know. Write again, this why on your heart. <laughs> Write it on your heart. Psalm 133, 1 through 2, which it's only a three-chapter psalm, or three-verse three yeah. chapter in psalms. Um, these are the first two verses. And this is the message version. Bubba liked it best. Yeah, just table all of your, your bickering, Karen, okay? Like, th- <laughs> this one just gets my point across, so. How wonderful, how beautiful when brothers and sisters get along. It's like costly anointing oil flowing down head and beard, flowing down Aaron's beard, flowing down the collar of his priestly robes. Oh, man, it's majestic. <laughs> I just, I think that if I, <laughs> if I were to write something like that today, they would go, there's no way I'm going to put that in the book that other people are going to read. What are you, some kind of crazy person? <laughs> Well, it had a lot to do with their tradition. Yeah. It meant it probably meant a lot more to um an Israelite than it means it went it went further than beard oil for them. Well, I mean like if I that. if I were to write a psalm about board gaming. Mm-hmm. Oh, how great is thine scythe. <laughs> I don't when you when when you move your pieces and and take take over a territory it's it's like a god coming into your heart they'd be like stop can you just that's ridiculous but if david wrote it but it wasn't any beard it was aaron's beard or the psalmist yeah, oh yeah no aaron's beard the high priest man as jesus moves the, the pieces burst, of your heart the first of all of the high priests yeah Anyways, big deal. Big write, deal alert. Write that on your heart. You're gonna need that for later. <laughs> That's gonna come up in your Bible drills. So make sure you have it. All right. Hey, also be sure to check us out online, lovethynerd.com for amazing articles on all things nerdy, as well as this show and our other podcasts and videos. And if you would like to directly support our mission at LTM and become a financial partner with us, please visit lovethynerd.com slash give. We are a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax deductible. I say it every time. If those letters and numbers mean something to you, big thumbs up. Come and talk to me. Bubba at lovethynerd.com. Love to have that conversation. If they don't, 
All we're asking is that you would prayerfully consider becoming a financial partner with us so that we can continue to do this moving forward. Not just this podcast, but everything that we do inside of Love Thy Nerd. And that includes LTN Radio. So if you believe in what we do, um, we want to give you an opportunity to become a larger part of that thing. Also, don't forget that you can select Love Thy Nerd as your charity of choice on smile.amazon.com, and that's going to give LTN a small kickback from your purchase at absolutely no extra cost to you. Hey, holidays are coming up. This is a real thing. Uh-huh. Real talk here. Mm-hmm. Like Amazon, I think Black Friday is already open on Amazon, if memory serves me Yikes. correctly. You're going to buy stuff. Every day is Black Friday on Amazon. They have more buying holidays than any anybody. Absolutely. Whatever. Hey, do us a solid. Go to smile.amazon.com. Choose Love Thy Nerd as your charity of choice. And as you're doing your holiday shopping and blessing other people, just know that you're going to be blessing us as well as an organization. We say all of this because here's the deal. Ministry costs money. It just does. I wish that it didn't. I wish we could just do whatever we wanted to do without having to worry about the finance side of it. But ministry costs money, and we just legitimately, literally could not do this without your financial support. So if you are a supporter of Love That Nerd, thank you. If you're thinking about becoming one, thank you. If you're not and you're just listening to this podcast, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, you're wonderful, and we love you. You can also find us on social media at Love Thy Nerd on all major platforms, as always, right here on LTN Radio each and every Friday morning or on your podcast listening space of choice, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, uh, other things. Um, where I don't know. I don't know where you listen. We listen on Spotify. Smoke signals. No, we decided that oh. that wasn't a thing. Okay. Yeah, not yet anyway. Well, everything's coming full circle, so we'll see. Um, but don't forget that you can find us right here, like I said, each and every Friday um, online at ltnonair.com. Once again, I'm Bubba. I'm Anna. And we'll catch you next week on another episode of Church Nerds. And as always, if no one else tells you, just remember this true. Jesus loves you, nerds.